Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Get the fans excited. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Here's Fennick. Back to the point. McDavid turns and shoots into a crowd. Blocked by Hughes' backside and cleared back to center. Now you've got Benning. Drop pass, dry something. McDavid down the middle. Wrist shot. Connor McDavid, just like that, has made it 3-2 Edmonton. 5-23 to play. All right, welcome everybody. Bob Stoffer in the uh, 6.30 Chad Studios along with Brendan Escott. And this is Oilers Now. We have a jam-packed show uh, for you. And there have been some uh, developments, uh, to say the least, uh, during the course of the last 24 hours. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. That was the dulcet tones of one Jack Michaels calling the game-winning goal. The Oilers season opener last night, a 3-2 come-from-behind victory against the Vancouver Canucks. Digitex has been the title sponsor of the show for the last five or six years now. You can, uh, I think it's going into year number six. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Hugh Porter, like many of you, uh, he grew up in Edmonton. He's an Oilers fan. He's got multiple locations throughout the province of Alberta and uh, now in Manitoba as well. Uh, with Digitex, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a complete recap with all the audio, get some comments from Dave Tippett, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. Leon was absolutely brilliant. I had two two different executives call me this morning and say, look, this guy is... Uh, he was, I mean, he he's him and Barkov. Barkov's an underrated player. Leon's got a higher ceiling, but uh, tremendous two-way players. We'll have that recap for you. Uh, the Oilers got some real bad news, though, during the course of last night's game, uh, in probably around 11.30, 12 o'clock. Uh, things got uh, finalized, and we're going to get an update. Adam Larson has been placed on LTIR, so he's going to be on for a while. And uh, many of you who watched the game last night would have seen that Larson blocked two shots, including one from uh, Quinn Hughes. He also got smoked in the second period uh, and and was clearly playing through a bit of an injury. Uh, We'll have an update at 12.15. Dave Tippett, the Oilers head coach, will be talking at 12.15. Jack Michaels will join us for 12.20 to provide a little bit more. The Oilers have already placed Larson on LTIR LTIR this morning at 11.30. They have recalled Ethan Bear, or check that, recalled Evan Bouchard and sent down Ethan Bear, who was tremendous last night. So, TSN's Darren Dreger reporting uh, looks to be a serious ankle injury on Larson. We will get a full update from Dave Tippett in seven minutes' time on Oilers Now. Regarding the Bear-Bouchard scenario, Puckpedia is a, uh intelligent uh, hockey follower that really kind of understands the complications and how all of the uh, caps work. 
With the Oilers uh, having Larson injured, Puckpedia via Twitter, replacing Bouchard with Bear on roster increases the Oilers' LTIR pool. Now the Oilers 90K under the cap. It gives the Oilers an LTIR pool of uh, basically $4,076,000, which is a large percentage of Larson's Space. So uh, before the moves, the orders were $263,000 short of the cap. That's all they had left to play with. With Larson being placed on LTIR and the flip of Bear for Bouchard, it results in the orders having LTIR space of $4 million. So depending upon how long Adam Larson's out for, the orders could have some options in terms of potentially adding a defenseman. So remember, Edmonton is at 48 contracts right now. Now, the orders are having an optional skate today entirely possible by Saturday night's game, Ethan Bear is recalled. In fact, I'd be surprised if he isn't. He played really well last night. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They're bigger and better now, 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor. River Creek Resort and Casino excitement, excitement bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on our Oilers Now text line. Uh, we'll have... Uh, a sponsor for that text line starting Monday. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan Escott. Besides a quick hit with Jack in 10 minutes' time, Louis DeBrus, Sportsnet radio, uh, television analyst at 12.35 for his regular weekly hit. Brian Burke for Friends of Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. And at 1.35 today, the head coach of the two-time defending NCAA national champs, Scott Sandlin of the University of Minnesota Duluth. They have become a powerhouse. The Alberta Golden Bears play them for the second time in a couple years now uh, on Saturday night. The Bears have played in the last two national championship games, winning one, losing one. And Minnesota Duluth has won the last two national NCAA championships. Alberta beat them two years ago in Minnesota Duluth. I went a number of years ago uh, with the Golden Bears back in 1989 to UMD. And then Bruce McNall flew us into Los Angeles for the great Western form freeze-out as well. Here we go. Let's get to our Oilers Now Audio Vault. It is brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings. In Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Oilers get the win last night. Here's Jack Michaels with the call. The Edmonton Oilers and the Vancouver Canucks kick off Edmonton's 40th campaign. Inside Rogers place, a sellout crowd of 18,347. Nygaard up through center ice, and Neal plows right through Alex Edler. Face-off win for Dreisaitl. Here's Benning, wrist shot dropped by Markstrom in front dish. What timer score? Cassian finds Dreisaitl, and last year's 50-goal man has won season. Benny got the puck through from the point, and then Cassian out-battled two men down low after Markstrom coughed it up. Leon had a wide-open net, and the Oilers have a 1-0 lead. McDavid lost his headgear. He has to pick it up. That's a new rule. Left circle waiting, dishing. What timer, Edler? Score! Just as the power play expired, it was tipped in front of Mike Smith. McDavid gives it back to him in front. Slid across. Save made by Markstrom. Rebound. Bang off the side of the net. Rebound again off the side of the net for Dreisaitl. Rebound. Nugent Hopkins fired into a crown and blocked somehow by Horvat. To Miller. Out to the point. Hughes. One-timer. Meyer score. 2-1 Vancouver. 
Drysaddle will hit the line. Open man. Reach shot score. Tie game. Zach Cassian. Top right corner. It's 2-0 with 9.08 to play. Now you've got Benning. Drop pass. Drysaddle to McDavid. Down the middle. Wrist shot score. Connor McDavid just like that has made it 3-2 Edmonton. 5-23 to play. Quick one up for the Edmonton Oilers. In the neutral ice, and McDavid was on his horse and split the D, and then went roof daddy on the blocker side of Jacob Markstrom. Drysaddle just needs a tie-up, and it's one back to Peterson, but it slid right between his wickets, and Edmonton prevails. All right, the Oilers get the uh, victory. Dave Tippett following the game had this to say in Connor McDavid's game winner. That's what he does. He just kind of, it was kind of a bouncing puck in the neutral zone, kind of a turnover, quick turnover, but he attacks with such, it's just like, boom, he's there. And it's, that's hard to defend. I mean, it just, he makes a lot happen out of nothing. And that's, that's exactly what he did there. All right. uh, That's Dave Tippett. Connor McDavid said goaltending was part of the factor. Mike Smith Stellar performance, 31 saves. Said Smith's performance and puck moving ability was a uh, part of the Oilers' success last night. Thought he was great. Um, you know, he made some big saves. Um, was there when, when when we needed them. Um, I know what it's like to, to play against him a lot. He's been in the Pacific Division ever since I broke into the league, and I know when you forecheck and, and you touch the puck, you're not going to get it very many times. So um, that helps a lot. First time being a teammate with him in regular season play. How much does that puck moving ability really play into the transition game? Oh, it helps so much. Um, you know, I know the D really appreciate it. Um, you can see what he, what he does with the puck. He even pinches guys off. Uh, it's pretty unbelievable, really. Um, he's like a third defenseman out there. Mike Smith uh, getting the victory in goal, and he was a pretty good couple. Uh, I mean, basically both goals, shots from the points, but deflections on both. Mike Smith had this to say about Leon Dreisaitl, who was the best player in the ice last night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just getting to know some of the guys on the team, and, and obviously Leo is... Is just playing against him for the last few years. Is he's just a he's a dominant player with the puck. He's just uh, he's so strong with the puck. He's a mule out there and um, a mule with soft, soft hands. So I think he's uh, obviously a huge part of this team and going to be a big reason why we have success this year. And Connor does his thing, but um, um, Leon is is obviously a big part of that too. And and uh, he brings it in a different way, which is which is nice to see also. And as for Leon Dreisaitl, uh, Zach Cassian was a big part of the Oilers' win last night. He says Cassian's offense is underrated. I told you guys before the season, you know, he's a skilled player. Like he, I don't think he gets enough credit a lot of the time um, for his, his skill set and his hockey sense. Um, I mean, he's fun to play with. Uh, he, he really does it all. If you, if you watch his games, you know, he protects the puck. You can cycle with him. You can play with him off the rush. He's um, a great, uh, great player to have in our dressing all right, so uh, that's uh, some of the comments coming out of the uh, Oilers' room last night. One more for you, just Leon Dreisaitl on how the Oilers handled the pressure. Because, you know, it is opening night after all. You know what, I actually thought we did a really good job. Uh, we had a good good first period. Um, you know, the nerfs, uh, you know, obviously there's always a little bit of nerfs, but uh, I thought we handled it really well. Uh, the entire group kept it simple, played hard, played fast, created chances. And, um, yeah, it's, like I said, it's a good win for us. All right, so the Oilers get the win, and it was a good win. Come from behind victory. Their big dogs were good. Obviously, Dreisaitl, 1-2-3 and three on the night. 1-1-2 one, one, and two for Cassian. Game-winning goal, a beauty for Connor McDavid. Matt Benning had an impressive performance. Uh, the top six were pretty good. Uh, the Oilers clearly missed Ryan Shan. Jujar Kara and uh, Josh Archibald 
Got to get pucks out, man. It's If you're in those bottom six rolls and there's pucks on the wall in your D zone, you got to get it out. Three times Archibald didn't. One led to a penalty. One led to a goal. Those sort of things. One led to an injured defenseman. Keep that in mind. And we'll get an update here shortly uh, as the Oilers had an optional skate today. Uh, again, if you've not heard, Edmonton has placed Adam Larson on LTIR. Uh, John Shannon... NHL Insider says, source says Larson has a break just above his ankle and he will be in a boot for a while. And again, we'll get some update on that. Um, Orders have recalled Evan Bouchard. I will remind you that, you know, sometimes things get done for different reasons. Puckpedia via Twitter suggesting the the cap implications and allowing Edmonton to get closer uh, getting more space, uh, LTIRs, LTIR space in order to manage the cap by uh, flipping Bouchard and Bear, and there's enough time. Uh, Ethan Bear is going to be in the lineup on Saturday. I will be stunned if the Oilers do not recall him. He Actually, to be honest with you, I thought he's, Ethan Bear was the best defenseman on the ice last night for the Oilers. He made a lot of really smooth plays, so... We're just waiting uh, to get started here with uh, Oilers uh, head coach Dave Tippett. We'll hook up with Jack Michaels as well. Right now, though, uh, very quickly, Brendan, anything else? So, uh, you know, I didn't think Granlin and Chason were overly noticeable. Uh, clearly, the Oilers lack something down the middle in the three and four holes right now, especially if they're going to play McDavid, Dreisaitl, uh, and Nugent Hopkins and move those guys around on the top six a bit. They missed Riley Sheehan. I hear Sheehan might be a little closer than was originally projected, so that's good. Um, they're still, you know what, May, maybe if they got Sheen back, then they could sort of alternate slotting Haas and uh, Cave, getting them some time. It would not surprise me if Patrick Russell was in the lineup against the uh, LA uh, Kings on uh, Saturday night as well, just because he is the industrious worker bee that makes the right plays. But give me a quick thought uh, from your perspective on things. Yeah, well, I'll tell you one thing that was sort of a storyline in the postgame presser was 27 minutes of ice time for Leon Dreisaitl, but a lot of that was because he was playing penalty kill, which is not the plan moving forward. That's because they needed a face-off winner with Sheehan, uh, Sheehan out. All right, Dave Tippett is just getting started. Jack Michaels has tweeted... Tippett says Larson has a broken bone suffered in the first period. He played virtually the whole game in spite of it. No surgery, but will obviously be out a while. Well, that's the tough news. We'll get uh, Jack's uh, thoughts on that. And uh, one minute's time, we're going to go right down to Rogers Place when we return in orders now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. And you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. He was pretty good last night. All right, 1221 in Edmonton, as promised. We're going to go right down to Rogers Place. Jack Michaels has stepped away from Dave Tippett's media veil. Jack, how are you? I'm good, Bob. Uh, some clarity on what occurred last night. And, and actually, it came on the shift where you and I talked extensively about Adam Larson grinding it out, blocking three shots, and, and eventually uh, the puck getting out of the zone. What's interesting about it, uh, Bob, had there been a goal scored on that play, the Oilers were probably going to challenge for offside. Yeah. So the injury comes, you know, I mean, just and they didn't, injury. Yeah. It, it, they it came on a shift that didn't yep. need to happen if there had been an offside call. Not just that, Jack. They had a chance to clear the zone on that play as well. Well, 100%. There was the offside, then a chance to clear the zone. And then Adam Larson, of course, that shift occurs in the first period. And Look, whatever fans want to say about Larson, as you know, he is, I, I'm not going to use the trite term warrior, 
but no. he's a tough hockey player. No. And he grinded it out, and finally, with about three minutes to go, he advised the staff, I, I can't go anymore. And that's why we saw kind of Clefbaum, Nurse, and Russell out there kind of down the stretch as the Oilers killed the clock to preserve the victory. But the bottom line is he's got a broken bone. He's going to be out a while. There was some other clarity with respect to the moves, Bob, and I don't know whether you've had a chance to relay your, to well, your audience. You, no, you, you go ahead and bring it. What do you got? Yeah, so so it sounds like, you know, contrary to kind of the feel we got earlier in the week, is that Joel Pearson might be able to go on Saturday. Okay. And if so, then Bouchard becomes a bit of a safety valve in the event that Pearson sure. can't play. But right now, it sounds like Pearson might be able to go, and Bouchard is is more up here as insurance than anything else, kind of like a Brandon Manning situation. And, so, all right. Well, and one more thing. I mean, the Oilers still have time with that flip of Bouchard and Barrett. Part of that's done, as Puckpedia reported, to ensure that you get the full maximum value on the LTIR. The Oilers would still theoretically have time, Jack, to recall Ethan Bear as well for the game on Saturday. Right, and and there's no, I mean, I think you and I are kind of smart enough to read between the lines. There is, you know, quote unquote, those moves that are made for those all the time by all teams across the league as you go through. I mean, there's there's implications to every move. I don't think, uh, I mean, I don't know whether you'd share this sentiment, but I think there's a literal less than 1% chance that reassignment had anything to do with Bears' play last well, he, I thought he was the, Jack, I thought he was the best defenseman on the ice. Well, it's amazing. You and I were talking about Ethan Bears' game, you know, and, and some of the offensive dynamics that he brings to the table, but what, what was interesting last night and what really stuck out to both of us is he was almost like a good officiating crew last night in the sense we didn't even notice him. I mean, he was that smooth. I mean, he just, you know, he just made the plays that were there to be made. He didn't have to do anything spectacular. He didn't try to do anything spectacular that got himself out of position. He didn't make any glaring mistakes. In short, he was an NHL defenseman. So I don't think this, you know, assigning a bear to be, you know, like you said, I, I think there's implications that are that are probably above our pay grade. But I fully expect the lineup to, to look, you know, something along the lines of a, you know, and who knows, they might stick with Clefbaum, um, Bear, I don't know about you, Bob. I would see Nurse sliding in alongside Benning. Those two have a long history of sure. playing to one another, and then maybe try to stabilize Harrison with the 13-year vet, Chris Russell. Yeah, that, that that at this stage of the game, and I guess part of the confusion that was out there was, you know, obviously fans are like, well, why would they send Bear down and bring right. Bouchard? The other thing is, we know Ken Holland, and he he he's just he uses the term over ripe, and he doesn't like that word perk over percolate. But the fact of the matter is, you know, Bouchard needs time in the AHL. Uh, we'll see. So again, the news of the day. Uh, well, David, if it's David a broken bone, the term safety valve. Just yeah. so you know, Bob. So I don't think Bush. I don't. I wouldn't anticipate Bouchard playing, not by Dave Tippett's tone. Right. So, uh, just to clarify, broken bone uh, above, I'm just going through your timeline here, Jack, uh, broken bone above the foot? Well, he didn't, he didn't, give, a, he didn't give a timeline. He didn't, 
he didn't actually say, you know, foot, ankle. I, he just said he's got a broken bone. Now, minimum now minimum six weeks with that. Minimum six I, weeks. I would, I would certainly think so. He didn't necessarily stipulate a timeline. A question about that was asked, and he said it's still so early in the process. We haven't really yeah. established a timeline for recovery. But, again, you and I have been in the league long enough to know usually a broken bone in your foot is a minimum of six weeks. I don't, I don't think he's coming back too much before that. We'll put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Jack? Uh, thanks for giving us a quick update down there on an optional, and we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Always a pleasure. We'll see you tomorrow, and of course, uh, can't wait for Game Two Saturday night. Yeah, with Todd McClellan returning to town with the LA Kings, and they're, they're gonna they got a young squad, bit of a rebuilding team. Thanks, Jack. That is, Here's, yep, that's Jack Michaels uh, from the Oilers Radio Network, uh, my play-by-play partner that calls the games. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. It is twelve twenty-six in Edmonton. You know, people talk about the team wherever they go. You know, Brendan, yesterday uh, I bumped into an old friend. The guy was probably the best bartender I've ever seen back in the day. Um, Some of the guys uh, throughout Edmonton that are in the ages of, say, 40 to 70, no Doug Monroe. He used to be the bartender at Barry T's in their absolute back of the day when they were the place. I mean, that was the place in Edmonton. And then years later, I worked with Doug at uh, Mo Sports Parlor. He was, the guy could flat out pour, right? He was one of those guys that never got flustered. He could he could make any drink possible. He remembered what everybody at the wood drank. He handled every situation. I mean, it was, a, it was a lot of guys in the place. But once in a while, you, you get some women in there that, you know, he just had the... Uh, they'd get a little fired up, and he, he just knew how to handle every situation. So it was great seeing him yesterday. He was a terrific guy. It was uh, funny to bump into him. I hadn't seen him for a long time, and he was all stoked and pumped up uh, about the order season, and we must I must have talked to 50 or 60 people just before the game, just walking through Studio 99 and stuff, and it was wonderful to see. Oilers get the win. Tough news on... Um, uh, Adam Larson, uh, we'll see if Person's ready to go here, and uh, would not surprise me in the least. I, I, I can't see Ethan Bear not playing Saturday night, so I'm sure the Oilers will be recalling him at some point here because uh, he looked pretty good. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and when we come back, the big man Louis DeBrusque here on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, six thirty, Chad.